Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. So it really is fascinating that tech companies are the best position to keep working from home. In fact, they adapted immediately to that work from home scenario because, of course, uh, you can have developers, coders working at home doing what they need to do. But what's interesting is that two of the larger companies, Zoom, which has facilitated this in many ways, and Grindr, which hasn't, um, has demanded that people return to work, well, at least two to three days a week. So I thought it was interesting as well that Grinder employs 178 people, I think, uh, is, is, is what the numbers are. And 82 of them actually were let go because they refused to comply with this. So there's definitely pushback. And, and, and I see that here. And I see these discussions happening all over whichever companies I'm talking to are, are having the same conversations. Do you force people? Do you mandate it? Do you encourage it? Do you want people to return to the office? What is the value? What is the reason? We wanted to, to uh, get uh, Jan Vermeulen's uh, advice and thoughts on it. He's editor at My Broadband. Jan, a very good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm very well, Howard. How are you? I am well, thank you. It's just such an interesting area because, yeah. because uh, you know, we decided, of course, when it happened, how brilliant it is. But now we're looking and saying, hold on, what about company culture? What about that stickiness? It's easier to resign from your lounge. Uh, what about people be feeling alienated and depressed? You know, it's, suddenly we're seeing the downside of it. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I think uh, a, a lot of us, um, or a lot of a lot of smart people, actually did see this coming. They warned about it coming, and uh, a controversial figure um, that was quite outspoken about this from the beginning was Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, and but uh, you know he's he's one of the he's one of the few in the world who's got the money <laughs> and the resources to say what he to say to to say what he wants. And also speak the truth when it's inconvenient to do so. That doesn't, uh, I don't want to uh, talk him out too much, uh, because he obviously makes lots of mistakes. But in this case, he was absolutely right. And everybody else who was sort of quietly warning, hey, listen, this isn't as good a thing as it sounds, um, are also being proved right. So firstly, productivity takes a hit. Um, it's just, uh, and you can, you can, uh, you know, lots of people will argue uh, that point, and, and I guess it, it does depend. So saying productivity takes a hit across the board is not true, but by and large, for most corporates, and I've seen it here in South Africa, big tech companies where they work from home or, or work remotely, where um, uh, I send an email. And, you know, two out of five work days, I get an I'm out of office mm. autoresponder. The, 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 the productivity really went down. And especially in big corporate environments where it's more difficult to keep track of, um, of you know, uh, whether people are actually, you know, at work in inverted commas. That's, uh, that's, that's the one thing. So productivity goes down. Service levels go down. Um, morale goes down. Um, because it's, it's, and it's actually weirdly linked to productivity. When you are not as productive, when your work is not as meaningful, um, uh, then uh, your, your morale goes down. But also, it's exactly that thing, um, that camaraderie that's built mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. an office environment, the relationships that are built in an office environment. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, um, human beings are primates and we're and we're incredibly social um we can be as technologically advanced as we want to be there's 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 um 
uh, very um, uh, primordial parts of us that needs that human connection. And, uh, and so, yeah, um, the, the companies, there, there's, uh, you know, a very few companies I think can do what Elon Musk did, which is like come back to work or get fired. Mm. Um, and so uh, what a lot of companies are doing is they're kind of easing back into it. They're saying come back to work three out of five days a, w- a week, work from home, t- you know, two days um, and, and so on. And c- kind of tries to meet people halfway if they've already semigrated and that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, by and large, uh, we're seeing a, a reverse, a literal reversal of the trend. What's interesting, um, yeah, what's interesting yeah. as well to me is I've heard people saying, well, hold on a minute. Uh, you know, there's, there, there's the cost of traffic time and there's the cost of yep. fuel, which has gone up significantly. So I'm definitely more productive at home. I, I'm not sure I buy it, in truth. Uh, I, I, it's, a, it's an interesting one, yeah. yeah. So when you weigh these things, but the fact is it's the, it's the cost to the one uh, versus the cost to the many. Right. Mm. So, so firstly, it depends on who that person is. If, if they're a senior person, then by not being at the office, they are depriving junior people of their expertise, of learning Ooh, from them. That's by, a very good point. I uh, hadn't thought of that actually. Yeah. So, so that, that's the one thing that, mm. that sort of tacit knowledge mm. that's really only transferred through watching someone's example rather than, you know, having them slack you, uh, you know, feedback, um, or, or whatever the case might be. Um, and then if it's a junior person, then they're not going to receive that tacit feedback. And so, um, and then of course you've got, um, you know, people, you know, perhaps in the sort of middle between those two things, but it, um, that means that they're not going to get the, the mentorship and the growth that they need to advance their careers compared to someone who does come to the office. So, um, that, that's, that's just one aspect of it. And yeah, uh, obviously, you know, fuel costs and time stuck in traffic and all that stuff needs to be weighed. Um, but uh, it's it, it's um, uh, for the most part, um, it is far more valuable for for people to be working together, um, even in a tech environment. Than um, and, and once again, I, I'm making um, very uh, blanket statements here. It it depends. There are certain teams that can work together effectively remotely, but that whole dynamic gets upended the second someone leaves and someone new joins. Because now there's like a whole training and bonding period no, which, that needs to happen that happen. can't happen remotely. And, and it can't happen over a Zoom or a Teams meeting. It just can't. No. It's just not the same thing. Yeah, ex- uh, exactly. And, and uh, you know, there, there will obviously be outliers to this. Mm, but of course. But um, for the most part, like the, 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 the vast majority – it will it will not be true um people people need that connection and the other thing by the way if you're talking about the good of the many mm. and the good of the whole is uh um, what people are seeing and we're going to I'm pretty sure we're going to um eventually start seeing hard numbers on this this is kind of anecdotal at the moment is staff turnover is higher so people people leave um, more readily because um it, you know it's now it's just a paycheck if you're not deriving meaning from from your work, uh, from the relationships, uh, from all that stuff, then uh, people are unhappier, and so they leave easier. And the thing is, leaving doesn't make them any happier. Like it's it's actually bad for everybody. It's it's bad for the worker. It's bad for the company. 
Um, because yeah, I, that, that, I personally that stickiness like does, being happy in my job. Yeah, I, that stickiness worries me uh, because you don't form those same relationships. So it's much easier to, as I say, resign from your lounge than yep. it is if you're there every day and you actually enjoy the people that you're working with. You find a connection. I also think that that and and I'm you know it's uh, we'll have to see the stats on it, but I'm convinced that the increased amount of anxiety and depression. Um, is also because people are completely on their own. So you wake up in the morning and you work at your computer all day. You might be in a wake up not feeling great, but if you went into the office, somebody could look at you and say, "Hey, what's going on?" and have a joke and let's have a coffee. And yeah. uh, before you know it, instead of ruminating and going into it and thinking and over over focusing on it, you've kind of moved on. Already yeah, from it. Yeah. And, and, um, this affects everybody, but I would, I'm also wondering if it's going to disproportionately impact younger folks, um, who come into, you know, who like just joined the workforce or who just joined the company. Um, but, but certainly younger people who are like living in one bedroom apartments, you know, they've not, they've not quite built up the, the foundation yet and, and have, you know, the, 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 the two bed, two bath, white picket fence, two and a, you know, mm-hmm. 2.4 kids, all that stuff. Um, uh, and so they're living alone and, and, uh, they're, they're quite isolated and, um, and yeah, it's very easy to get into uh, a pretty negative spiral that way. If, if, um, uh, there's not something else, you know, uh, that's pulling you into human mm. inter- interactions. Mm. Mm. And, and so, um, and so, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, uh, we're, it's going to be very interesting to see how the data on this shakes out. And, and also if we can control for the amount of, um, mental illness that was caused by just, you know, the regular isolation caused by COVID-19 and, and all that stuff and how much was, uh, of it was work from home. Mm. But I, I would agree with you. There's a substantial that can be attributed to the fact that we are no longer working working together in uh, in the same space. Marco says remote workers gain weight and get lazier. Um, call center sure. Well, I don't know. That's a big statement, Marco. I want that data. I want that data. Call center agents are the worst. You can't resolve any issues you have with the company, Marco. Marco, no. We need. We need. We, you, you need to back that up. And, 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 and Moshe as well says, "What about the good old office romance?" Um, that doesn't happen over Zoom. Okay, Moshe, do you want it to happen? Is that a good thing or is it is it a bad thing? I don't know. This lot. This yeah. lot. You know, you try and have a serious conversation. And this no, is I love where, it. I and love this it. is where they um, go. They want Zoom romances. We, yeah. But to Marco's point, mm. um, I, I've really seen support levels in South Africa, whether it's our mobile network operators, internet service providers, whatever, when they've implemented uh, remote work policies and they've scaled down on their on this, um, uh, you know, first line support mm. and replaced it with bots and stuff. It's it's been really bad. Service mm. levels mm. have really plummeted it's incredibly difficult to get resolutions to problems um to to more trickier problems you know if it's if it's anything other than something basic getting getting something solved in any reasonable amount of time has really taken a turn for the worse so um it it, it, to his point it certainly has impacted that so so, so before i let you go do you see south african companies and specifically south african tech companies following this pattern of saying um you know we're going to mandate two days a week or do you think that they're going to go towards the encouraging it uh, encouraging uh, uh, employees to uh, to come to the office. 
we'll see a mix and and eventually uh, so companies might take uh, uh, both approaches in fact so it might start with encouragement and then make it mandatory but we i've already seen companies uh, mandate that people come back to the office three days a week and um you know uh, as as i think management realizes oh hang on <clears throat> things are not going well um and uh, and you know we're having these problems and the and the only real way to address it is to just get people back to the office so um we're we're seeing uh, currently uh, a mix of both approaches one mandate one mandating one just kind of uh, encouraging and but that encouragement i think will eventually if if it doesn't uh, lead to people coming back to the office um, more frequently, then the the sort of uh, more gentler approach will eventually become a mandate. You will be at the office two, three, four, five days a mm, week, mm. Um, and uh, and uh, you know work from home will once again become a privilege and not a right. Well, I just want to read you this message from Leslie, which I think is is absolutely brilliant. She says, "As a teacher, COVID was a absolute torture. Can you mm. imagine seeing uh, seeing a computer instead of getting feedback?" From delicious, eager faces. After COVID, I got a job at uh, at a Santon school, and I can't tell you the joy. I feel absolute every day in being such an incredibly incredible and fun working environment, children and adults alike. And I think that's exactly it. She captures the the loss and the void that she was feeling when things were remote and the absolute joy and delight and uh, that she gets from being in a, a, a in a physical working environment. Jan from Mueller, yep. we do need to leave it there. 731.